0: Welcome to my most podcast with men, dating, and washing Hello, beautiful woman, and welcome to The Claim Podcast. I'm Anna Rova, your host and feminine embodiment coach, and my superpower is helping single, successful women like you to attract and keep committed masculine men, not through cheap tricks and gimmicks and manipulation techniques, but with real, sustainable changes from the inside out. And I look forward to helping you get there through these podcast through this content on the podcast through my interviews with guests clients and experts in various fields of embodiment and dating and evolutionary psychology and relationships we're also going to talk about fashion and makeup and lifestyle and all these beautiful things that make us feminine essence women come to life and you'll also be hearing some solo episodes where I come to share some valuable insights and actual information that you can take into your dating life today all right let's begin Welcome to the Claimed podcast, or whatever you're watching or, or listening to. This, I'm Anna Rova. I help single, successful women find and attract amazing men, which you can see the the, the and you'll hear. See the, the some of them are not single anymore, but you know the successful, there still are. And I want to welcome today my three beautiful guests, Shanna, Jeannie, and Nikki. I'm super excited to have you all here on board, and thank you so much. For being here and for being brave. I always call you women who come to the podcast as brave because this is, you know, this is not something that you talk about all day and, and a kind of, you know, it requires some vulnerability and, and openness. So I'm really, yeah, really grateful that you're here. And as I said before, Shanna, you've been here with us before. You're the star in the Claim program. So welcome. And Jeannie and Nikki, you are new. Uh, so this is exciting. So today we're going to talk about online dating and what's working today for you ladies and what have you seen working when you go out there and attract not only attract great men but also communicate with them and I'm um, this conversation is all going to be about perhaps what What you have been doing before, claimed, and what hasn't been working, and now that you've gone through the program, what's working for you today. So before we do that, let's quickly go around the the room, go around the Zoom, go around this virtual room and introduce ourselves. And so, yeah, introduce yourself, tell us where you're from and, and why you're here. So we start with
1: Shana. Sure. So I am Shanna Clay. I am from Salt Lake City, Utah. I've been a member of Claimed program since September 2019.
0: What brought you here, Shanna, well, on, this, on this call? Yeah.
1: On to Claimed, I had struggled in dating, attracting quality men, honest men, good men, who were truly ready and available for a relationship. I felt like I kept encountering people who said one thing, And then their actions did another. And as I began the work of Claimed Program, I started attracting men, not overnight. I mean, I definitely attracted plenty of increased men overnight. But the quality and the congruency of their behavior improved over time. It's as I grew, so did they. So that's that's how I wound up here. All
0: right. Awesome. I love that you said, as I grew, so did they this is like the mantra for the claim program, <laughs> you know? All right, beautiful. Thank you, Shannon. Let's go to Jeannie. Jeannie, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and why you're here. Hi,
2: I'm Jeannie. I'm from the Philadelphia area, and um, I joined Claims a little over a year ago. Um, my intention was to try and kind of shift the dynamic in my marriage. But since we have separated, in fact, soon after I joined, we decided to separate. And I've been dating for about six or seven months in the program. And it's been very interesting, even in those six or seven months, just to see the shifts happening as I move further through the program, see the men I'm attracting changing and the amount of investment that they're putting in changing as I sort of invest in myself in a deeper way, they invest in me in a deeper way. It's really, really cool to see. So I'm just on that journey. I'm still dating.
0: Mm, so beautiful. Thanks for sharing, Jeannie. All right, Nikki, tell us a little about yourself and why you're here. My name
3: is Nikki Tyree. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. And I joined Claimed last August. I just finished all the modules and I'm starting back over again because I definitely need to soak it in a little bit deeper. It's just, there's so much good stuff there that I really wish I had known 20 years ago. And I think my life would be (laughs) a lot different. I have never been married. I've been engaged once, no kids. I have a fur baby. So I have a dog that I love very much and a niece and a nephew. But I, I joined Claim because I was struggling with dating and had honestly kind of given up on it. This was the last straw. This was it. If this doesn't work, I'm never going to date again. I'm not going to get married. I'm going to grow old. This is it. This is my last shot. So um, I kind of came in with, um, what have I got to lose? I'm going to try it. But nothing had really been working. I found myself really triggered by men. And so this, this has kind of taught me a lot of things that I really should have been taught a long time ago, like boundaries and what am I looking for and really have being embodying my feminine. And so it's, it's been helpful with dating, but it's also just helped me as a person. So I really enjoyed that. Beautiful.
0: Okay. Amazing. So ladies, let's begin with talking about how your dating reality was before you joined the program, right? And how it is now. Right. So, so that contrast. So, Nikki, you were saying that you're struggling, almost gave up on dating. You know, the quality of Shannon was saying that the quality of men was not good. So, yeah, let's just talk about that the pain first, because I feel like a lot of women who are going to listen to us and watch us are in that now. And so, if you can just recall, so I think from three of you, Shanna, you were in a relationship. Right with a beautiful man. And I think Nikki and, and Jeannie, you're you're still, you know, you're you're dating, so you're still single. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about how was it before? Like and and get into specifics, like details and and, and stories are great as well, you know. Cause I hear so many women are just like where you are, Nikki, you know, burnt out, tired. So what was that reality and experience before? So let's start with uh Jeannie. So I'm just gonna rotate and we're gonna switch places. So Yeah, Jeannie, how was that for you before?
2: So the main thing that comes to mind um, when I think about how I used to date, and now, you know, I'm thinking back to before I was married, obviously, but still, I remember it very well because it was frustrating. I think that I I was definitely sort of going after the men I was interested in. And then from the get-go, their interest was sort of like, Uh, I don't, why are you coming after me? (laughs) You know what I mean? I just felt like in the rest of my life, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and in the rest of my life, I always just, I go after things and I achieve them and I'm successful and it worked for me. Right. And so I just thought with men, it would just be the same, you know? And then I just remember, like, I feel like looking back now, I think they were just like, why is she chasing me? Like, what's what's wrong with her? Kind of that she has to feels like she has to like, kind of try to pin me down. Right. And then I also remember, um, you know, if a guy would express that he wasn't, um, you know, interested or something like that, like I would just try so hard to win him back. Like I was so taking on the masculine role. Like I, I feel like I look back and I was kind of manipulative in a way about it. Like I would try to like find ways to like make him like me again or something, but it's very vulnerable to share this, but I just feel like it's the reality of kind of how I used to approach it. And I definitely ended up dating a lot of more feminine men because they were the ones who would respond well to that kind of approach. Right. And then I would lose interest in them And I'd be like, why am I not attracted to him anymore? You know, (laughs) so it was just like all reversed. And now it's just so different. I mean,
0: okay, hang on before we move on into how is it different now? I have a few more questions in terms of details. So when you're saying... I would go after the men and and they would be like, why is she coming after me?" So you had that kind of a, you know pinning them down, going after them. And you know, if they weren't responding, you would try hard to win them back. Can you give us a bit more detail in terms of like, how would that happen? Would you be the one initiating the, all the conversations, planning the dates, moving things forward, like in practical terms, how would that look like? Especially like, were you mostly dating online, if it was online or if it was offline, how, how would that be?
2: So I don't really remember planning dates, but I do remember like being the one to message first a lot. Like reaching out a lot, being sort of present in his world a lot. Like, don't forget about me. I'm still here, you know, sending funny things and just really like making sure he didn't sort of forget about me or something. I don't really remember planning dates. Um, I think I did back then accept dates that now I wouldn't accept anymore. Just like hanging out dates oh, let's just like hang out at one of our houses kind of thing, you know, which now that wouldn't fly with me. But especially in the beginning, you know, when you're just starting to date.
0: So yeah, I think that's what it looked like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what's different now? Because I've seen a few pictures of you and your shares in our Facebook group. And um, yeah, it's quite... (laughs) It's quite a transformation so much now. <laughs> yeah. So what's what's your dating yeah, reality
2: now? Yeah, it's vastly different now. I mean, from what I found, you know, it's really important to keep that keep that funnel going, which is you know being dating multiple men at the same time. And in fact, now I see it so differently. Like, if there's a guy I like. What I make sure, like if there's a guy I like and I meet and I particularly like, you know, we all have that even for dating multiple people, I make sure that my funnel is like strong, right? Like, because I don't want to become focused on him. And so I'm really conscious about, you know, keeping other guys around and being genuinely, you know, interested in in other men and what they have to offer um, instead of getting focused on one guy. So I feel like that's really very different. That concept was totally foreign to me before.
0: Even the concept of the funnel. Yeah,
2: the concept of the funnel. Like I just thought like, oh, you meet somebody, you like them and you're all in with that person, you know, and it's just like the worst thing to do. It's just doesn't work. And now I'm finding that it's very easy to meet men both online. I'm I'm dating men right now that I've met online and in real life. and. Generally, I tend to be, just my experience, I tend to be a little more interested in the ones I've met in real life because I've usually met them somewhere where I'm doing something I'm interested in and they have a similar interest.
0: Where have you met the ones that you met in real life? Because I think this is what, the, the, let's get into the meat of dating because, you know, yeah. I tend to talk a lot about, you know, like obviously it's all about the energy and stuff, but I feel like I'm, I'm really craving, okay, well, where do you meet the men? And so from hearing from real women, like, okay, Where did you meet the guys that you've met and how did that happen? And then if you can tell us a little bit about your online experiences as well and how did that happen and where did that go? Sure.
2: So as far as meeting men in real life, I'm an entrepreneur. So I met one at a conference that I went to in the fall and then we we kind of lost touch for a while, but then we reconnected because now we happen to be in an entrepreneur group together in, in Philly. And, um, and so we've been dating and, uh, have a lot in common. It's really interesting to be able to talk about our businesses. And then just two weeks ago, I went to a neighbor's house for brunch. I thought it was just going to be people from the neighborhood, but my friend who was throwing the brunch, her husband's cousin was there and he was so cute. And I was like, Hmm, I wonder if he's single. And, uh, we ended up chatting for a long time. And then, It was kind of awkward. We're in a big group, and I was like, well, there was no real way for like him to kind of ask for my number or whatever. We left at different times. And so I said, like to myself, What's the most feminine way I could approach this? And I just said to my friend, I was like, Why don't you just ask your husband's cousin if he would like to have my number? And she did, and he said, Yes. And he has my number and now we're messaging and we're planning to go out. So that was like more of an approach than I would kind of typically do, but I really liked him and I wanted to see him again. And I thought I really have nothing to lose here because I'll probably never see him again otherwise. But he wrote and said, you know, I'm so glad that you uh, sent your number because I was interested. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see where that goes. Now I'm leaning back and letting him take the lead, you know? Yeah, those were two recent in real life people that I'm currently dating.
0: Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And the online dating stuff, how did that that work out for you?
2: Yeah, that's worked out pretty well. I put right in my profile, I just decided I wanted to be really upfront about it to kind of vet some of the guys. Like I put in my profile, I really appreciate men who like taking the lead to kind of just put it out there and let them know that that's what i like and that's what and that i will be appreciative of that right and i feel like men really love being appreciated so i feel like the men who have responded to me generally are taking the lead cuz they've taken the hint that that's what i'm interested in yeah and meeting lots of great guys online too um and uh just i'm having a lot of fun i feel like Um, When I first started dating, you know, I started dating about six months ago. And at first I felt like I was attracting more feminine men. And as I've continued through the program now, I feel like I'm attracting very masculine men who are always the ones reaching out to me, who are planning the dates, who have ideas about what they'd like us to do together. I mean, it's been really, really nice. And the other thing I feel like that's shifted for me is I've just become a lot more vocal about what I like and don't like. For example, I had this man who's very masculine and very attractive, but he kept asking me to send pictures like throughout the day. He'd be like, oh, send me, you know, I, I he's like, well, how are you doing today? What are you up to? And I was like, well, I just left the gym. And he's like, send me a pic, send me a pic of you just leaving the gym and it made me feel really uncomfortable. And I just said, you know. I feel really uncomfortable with that. I feel very flattered that you want to see me. Um, But I don't really like to take selfies all day long. And I don't like to do that. So that's just not going to work for me. And he was so respectful. He wrote back and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I never meant to make you feel uncomfortable. I just really, you know, I like seeing your face. And he's like, but I'll wait until it's in person. And I was like, perfect. And it just feels so nice. Like, I feel like Before I just would have felt uncomfortable and maybe I would have like sent a couple awkward selfies and, you know, sort of just gotten all weird about, you know, and then just felt a little resentful of him that he kept asking. But really, like I was the one who was just not saying what I'm comfortable with and not. So I feel like I've just gotten a lot more honest. And I feel like the thing that really allows me to do that as well is is the funnel. Right. Because I'm not scared to lose any particular guy which is hugely important because it just lets everything be fun. You can just be yourself, be honest about what you like and you don't like. If they go away, it's okay. You know, I've met so many amazing guys, even in six or seven months, I've met so many amazing guys that it's like, just think who I'll meet in the next six months, you know? if I, and And I'm at this point right now where I'm like, I'm not sure I want to be claimed right now. I'm having a blast. Like, I really like this. I don't know that my goal right now is to like find the one. I would like to like date some more, you know, so that feels really good.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. And I can clearly see, Jeannie, that you do have that abundance mindset when it comes to men, which is one of my biggest goals and intentions. You know, when women join the the claim program is to really help them shift that mindset from like lack of, oh my God, what are you talking about? Three men. I can't even find one. I'm like, Girlfriend. We need to work on that belief, you know? So I think what we're going to do after we talk a little bit about our own experiences in the end, towards the end, we're just going to do a quick kind of fire up of tips in online dating or out there, and we're just going to fire them up and have a discussion between all of us. I'll let you all kind of chime in and say, okay, brainstorm, right? Like what has worked for you? Yeah. But before we do that, one last question for you, Jenny. All of this transformation, you know, from frustrated to fun to allowing men to lead and to just kind of be there and, you know, being a lot more honest and having that funnel. What would you say has been the number one shift or transformation as you went through the program for you that allowed you to shift from that mindset of scarcity of men to an abundance of men to have a lot of fun, to have that dating funnel, really open yourself up to a different dating reality?
2: Yeah, I think it's just placing a lot more value on myself and what I have to offer. Like, I really do think of myself as the prize now, like, show me what you have to offer, you know, and I, I have lots to offer, you know, and I'm willing to offer it, but I, I don't really invest in men anymore unless I see them investing in me first. I want them to invest first. That's what feels really good. And so and and I also try to really mirror, you know, their investment. So like if they invest, I'll invest a little. And if they invest a little more, I'll invest a little more. But I won't start to invest a ton in a guy who's not investing in me um, because it's just not it's like genuinely not worth my time. You, you know, I feel like that's been a really huge shift for me. I just feel so differently about it.
0: Yeah, beautiful. And I always say, I think this is one of the rules in claim dating or something about, you know, you get the best piece and then you are the prize. And I'm so happy to see you not only obviously think that, but also embody that, Jeannie, because men really want to be with women like that. I mean, great, healthy, masculine men, they want to be with women. I mean, if you don't, I mean, everybody knows, you know, you don't love yourself. How can anybody else love you? But if you see yourself as the prize and, and as someone who values her time and her energy, and so when you When you feel that, what a gift to give to a man that you're dating because he feels like this is special and this woman is special, you know, rather than, as you said, your experience was before, like going after them and making sure he's liking me, you know, coming from that, again, scarcity mindset and maybe, you know, lack of self-worth in a way, a mindset. But what a beautiful thing to be in that healthy I am the prize, obviously not overly egotistical about it, but just being here and now and real and being like, I'm here and I'm ready, um, you know, but my time is valuable and I know who I am and I am amazing. You know, I've been telling my husband I'm amazing since the day we've met and he's like, yeah, you are amazing, you know, <laughs> but I had to believe <laughs> that about myself yeah. first. And so, um, yeah, awesome. Thanks so much for for sharing that, Ginny. I'm, I'm so happy for you and, and the process. So, all right, beautiful. Let's shift gears and now we'll go to Shanna. And um, Shanna, you you have a full interview with me, um, you know, on the podcast where we talked about your journey in the program and what has happened for you and yeah, just your transformation. So I guess now we can focus on the dating itself because I don't think we had the conversation about, you know, dating. I know you've Obviously, I read your posts and your shares, and, and I think you've, from what I remember, you really embraced that mantra of, you know, every man that you meet is going to be better than, than the previous one. So, yeah, tell us a little bit more about, you know, how was your dating life before and maybe like specifics again, maybe like a story or an example, and then after you went through the program or maybe were going through it, how was your dating reality after?
1: So, before the program, I was similar to Jeannie in that I was really available. I just made sure that I was all in. And mine probably, of course, was tinged with a bit of wanting to be chosen, wanting to be accepted. But I also had this kind of distorted idea in my mind that I just needed to give everything. I need to just be all in and show you a hundred percent. This is how wonderful I am. This is how fantastic I am. I'm great in bed. I'm a fantastic cook. I have, don't I look great on your arm? I have great fashion sense. And so it was just like all of me and all of my, my inner workings just out there and ready to pick. Like you're at a farmer's market and you can just pick Shanna up. And I, I think that, you know, to some extent, you know, men that I was dating, they were like, great, this woman is easy. Not in the easy sense that, you know, people like to say, oh, she's an easy lay. Not in that, although I also was at the time because I was confused in thinking that you needed to establish that sexually you have chemistry. Guess what? You're two people who have never been intimate before. There's going to be some form of chemistry. You're a man. He's a woman. Biology is at work. That's biology. That's not chemistry and that's not connection but we tell ourselves it is that so guys were able there was nothing to achieve with me i was saying i was special but i was giving it all away kind of casting my pearls before swine that old bible saying and i didn't realize that that's what i was doing and i f- i think that in the program i learned to value myself i learned to show up for myself i learned that I had so much more that was special and beautiful and interesting about me. And I was not about to just share that with anybody. They needed to earn it. They needed to, it's not so much earn, although that is that they needed to deserve it. They needed to be worth it. And so I grew with a sense of value that I didn't have before. And I think that as I moved through dating, that helped things become a lot clearer with boundaries with the men before I would date I would probably stay s- silent about some of those things that maybe I didn't like that I just would maybe shapeshift or more for minimize about myself instead of like showing up honestly and abundantly and fully as myself unapologetically myself and so as I started doing that on the one hand some men as I dated dropped like flies And it was either them dropping off because they knew they had no chance in this game or me batting them away because I knew they had no chance in this game because I was no longer waiting to be chosen. I was deciding who I was going to choose. And that was a really big shift, is learning how my unconscious needs were. I was projecting them into my dating scenarios And then working to fix them and understand them and show up for myself so that I would not just project that onto every man I met. Can you meet this for me? Can you meet that for me? Can you do this for me? It's like, no, you fill your own cup up first and then the rest is kind of a cherry on top and it's nice.
0: You know, like, as I hear you talking, I'm like, this is what the work is about, you know? And that's why I ask you, well, give me some stories, give me some detail about like the interactions with the men, but... It's really, you know, the work that I do is not telling you the the tips and stuff because that's why, for me, you can, like, get all the texting guides and you can get – everything that's out there on the market, and I'm sure that some of you might have tried that before, you know, when women, there's a problem in dating, or maybe I just fix what I say or, okay, well, if he needs photos, like I need to understand his desire, you know, his visual, and maybe I need to send that more or whatever. It's just a sprinkle. It's not fixing anything. In fact, it's just further, you know, contributing to, to the problem of you you know, as as you shanna said, i i'm I was no longer waiting to be chosen. And so this is deep work, and that's what like I'm banging about this message. But I also understand that, you know to to attract women into this work, a lot of women actually get into this work just how shall I say? They think what they think is, They think that they need to change the way what I text to a man, you know, or the way I dress, or the way I need to sit, like in a more feminine way, or whatever the dating coaches are telling them to do based on their head, you know. But it's actually so like this work of, as you said, Shana, I started to value myself. Same thing with Ginny. And and so then, so then I don't need to give you any of the dating tips or the how to put things on your profile. Although this is important, this is all the practical things, you know, but so that's why. like struggling a bit in that because that's important, but that comes after. And, you know, you don't even have to think about it much because it just happens so naturally as you're describing now.
1: Sure. I think that I totally know where those women were are coming from because I came from that same perspective too. It didn't take long in the program where I went, oh, this isn't about that. Oh, well, that's getting better anyway. So, okay, keep doing it keep getting the results. But I know that before the program, I would analyze all the text messages and I would agonize over how I formulated my profile. And definitely as I went through the program, because I did that work to learn to know myself, my profile was easy. I knew how I wanted to represent myself and I wasn't going to do it any other way. And I knew how to express myself in a way that was light and open and still genuine. My profile said some a similar, I don't want to call it boundary, but expectation that, that Jeannie put in hers. I said, I think it was in my likes or looking for likes. And one of the bottom lines was men who value masculine, feminine polarity in a relationship. And putting that in there started bringing out the good men. Because they did. And they knew that I was, they knew that I didn't mean, oh, I want a traditional man. I'm going to be a housewife. They knew that I wanted them to take the lead. They knew that I wanted to be able to receive their attention and that I had a a vessel for that. And so the agony over profiles diminished. And I would still work. I mean, I love it when someone in the group posts, like, look at this text exchange. I'm sorry. That's just fun. Like, who doesn't love reading that? It's good times, but I would say if it was a a, a way to kind of express it to these ladies who don't understand, I would say, okay, you're saying this. Let's imagine all the other ways you could say this. What's another way that you could respond that comes across a little bit softer, or a little bit more curious, or a little bit more open, and and play just like exploratory games because we haven't had that practice heretofore. Prior to claimed, we didn't practice that. We didn't. We practiced taking charge. We practiced communicating like one of the boys, and probably the times that our feminine side did come out, it came out a little sideways because we weren't in it fully. We were masculine men who were wearing this cloak of masculinity, but inside were these feminine essence women. And we don't know, by the time we finally would express our needs, it probably came out a little passive aggressive. It probably came out a little short and demanding instead of expressing a need in a way that Invites, you know, that saying by um, Winston Churchill diplomacy is telling someone to go to hell and they look forward to the trip. (laughs) It's expressing ourselves in a a way to our man, a need where you might be like, you know, I really need my gate fixed. I need help with that. Or I I need help mounting a TV. And they're like, I am really good at hanging TVs. I want to hang this TV for you. And you're like, fantastic. And do you know what? Actually, I did have a TV that needed hanged hung. And guess what? I got involved with my man doing it. And it was too low and off center. I fucked it up. I said, I should have just stepped away and let you do it. Huh? He said, yeah,
0: you should have. You know, that reminds me of a. I was I was walking with my daughters um, the other day and I turned around into this corner and I see a car just parked there like it was, you know, like a off street like a small street and on gravel and i see these three girls super young like in their 20s like you know, obviously the car was some something broke down a tire change or something and they were like rolling this huge tire of a four wheel drive and the other one was like carrying this this thing that <laughs> i don't even know what it is cuz i've never done it you know that like pumps the tire puts it whatever and they're like rolling and do and immediately i didn't even think about this i'm like hey girls Do you need a man to help you out? Because my husband, I'm I'm just like two doors down. My husband is at home and they just kind of looked at me. I think there was a moment of a shock there or a bit of like, you know, they gave me that that look of like female empowerment look, some sort of like, what, you, you think I can't, we can't. And it, it was like a weird moment, but to me it was like so nice. She's like, no, 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 we, we can do it. We we actually want to do it by ourselves, you know? And, and as I was walking, I could feel them staring at me <laughs> and being like, you know, and, and that was me in the past. That was me who's like, you know, always trying to kind of, I can do it all on my own, like now, you know, and I'm thinking, Oh my God, but I, I can't do it. So what would happen if one day I break down and I'm like, I mean, obviously I'm in the middle of nowhere and there's no men around or anybody else. Like I can do it. You know, I'm not stupid. I'm like, I'll just ask a man (laughs) to me. This is such a natural thing now that, or my husband said the other day, he's like, when was the last time you carried groceries? I'm like, when you were away once a year (laughs) this is just so natural to me I I just I don't live in the world anymore we're like why like especially like I'm with you know a baby and a toddler and like why would I anyways yeah just wanted to share that as you're talking about fixing the tv and stuff (laughs) yeah yeah, beautiful. All right. Well, thanks, Shana. This was so beautiful to hear. And and as I said, we're going to do a fire kind of like best tips from Shana, best tips from Jeannie in terms of your profile, what to say or or what not to say. But now let's go to Nikki. I'm sure you're, you're now inspired by our conversation. So how was the dating reality for you before you joined? And, and how is it now?
3: So before I joined, I, I've been single for a long time. And what would happen is I would despite working around a lot of people for whatever reason, I didn't, I felt like I can't meet people in real life. That was my belief. So I thought the only way I'm going to meet people is getting on dating apps. So I would get on a dating app and I'd go out with a guy or two. And inevitably like either the first or second guy would do something so triggering to me that I would just delete the app and I'm done. I'm off. Or I'd meet somebody and I'd like him enough that I'd be like, in the funnel and I'd find myself sucked into kind of a relationship with a guy that probably would have been a no if I had kept other people in my funnel but he kind of charmed his way in and then before I know it I have this like guy that I never wanted to be in a relationship with all of a sudden is my boyfriend and I'm like taking care of him and it's not the way I want it and I'm attracting guys that love that part of me that gets things done and they're happy to sit back and I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, what's wrong with me? I you know, do so so much good in every area of my life. So I would either get stuck in kind of sidelines of those relationships that I shouldn't have ever gone in to begin with because there was like an attraction or I would date a guy. And like I said, he'd do something really triggering to me. And instead of knowing how to state my boundaries in a soft way or knowing how to explain what made me uncomfortable, I would just get triggered Feel traumatized. I would read everything like the worst possible way. But in a lot of times, I think maybe I triggered the guys to act worse than maybe they would have if I had approached them in a more feminine response. I think I would approach when I felt triggered, I would come at them with masculine energy, like, You can't, you're not going to hurt me. I'm going to stand up for myself. And how dare you? And then they would give me that same energy back and it would be even worse. And I'd be like traumatized. So I think just that just, I just would get off dating, and I would stop dating for a year after that. Like, and then I would get back on a year later and I'd have a blow up with somebody and then I'd just be off, nope, off for another year. So I've done this for 10 years where I've gone on and off and like maybe had a six month relationship with a guy I shouldn't have been with in between there, but I was done. I was done with that pattern. And so it's definitely changed for sure.
0: Hey, girlfriend, before we continue with this episode, I wanted to jump in real quick and share an important message for you. There's a lot of advice out there about dating and relationships, books, experts and gurus and even your granny has a surefire way to succeed in love. And most of it is complete BS. Well, maybe not so much Granny's advice. As you may or may not know, I run a transformational 10-week group coaching program called Claim, just like the podcast, that has helped hundreds of women around the world completely change their dating reality with men, where they go from being frustrated and burnt out to actually enjoying dating and starting to attract some amazing men, men who stand strong in their masculinity, who are confident, who court and pursue you and plan and organize and pay for dates, but who are also emotionally available and are ready and willing and again, available for a relationship with you. And I've developed this program with one thing in mind, that you already have everything you need to attract the man in the relationship of your dreams. You don't need to change who you are. You are not broken. You just need to make a few key shifts and they all start from the inside. If you're ready to feel that kind of excitement, ease and joy in dating and relationships that so many of my clients have experienced and me, myself, as you know, I have attracted my masculine men and now have a family with them, I have an invitation for you. Work with me and my team to get on the fast track so you can start seeing big changes in your life ASAP. Go to claim.com slash apply to sign up for your free, no-catch discovery call or short interview with a member of my team. This will be your chance to experience our approach firsthand and to ask any personal questions you might have about the program and whether this is a good fit for you. It's also going to be our chance to see if we would be a good fit for you because we're not in this and I'm not in this for a quick buck and we don't work just with anyone we're committed to your success and we want to make sure we can help you to achieve it the good news is that dating and relationships doesn't have to be this hard so if you don't want to wait around any longer wondering where are all the good men if you need an urgent change and are open to receiving personalized help and guidance and want to invest in yourself then apply for this no catch there's nothing that you need to give us it's just a free discovery call for you so you can see whether this is a good fit for you and so they can work on this together. So go to claimed.com slash apply. This will take you to a calendar where you can book your call, answer some short questions, and then we shall see you on the other side. All right, now back to the episode. That's big, Nikki. That's really big. In fact, I'm, you know, yesterday I had a coaching call and, and I had two women ask me the same exact question. Well, I'm going through the program and, you know, I felt like I, I want to go on online apps. And then she goes on the app and then the minute she meets this guy who is, you know, right away asking for a picture to what Jeannie says, she's like, oh my God, what do I do? I immediately want to pull back, close all the apps. And I'm like, done, this is not working for me. And I'm like, hang on a second. Like, and that's what I asked her. I'm like, what is stopping you from communicating your boundary and saying, I'm not comfortable with that, just like Jeannie said, and then delete, block, unmatch, and move on. But this woman is new into the program, right? So so she hasn't gone through the whole process. But this is how, and I love what you're saying. And, and it's like a cycle because it it's really triggering. And you're you're even using the word traumatizing, Nikki, which is which is quite a heavy, serious word. But well, and I come you know, and you're saying ten it's so it's a cycle, it's a cycle that just gets repeated and repeated and 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 obviously, you know that idea or that belief system that there's no good men, of course, there's no good men because you go in, the first thing you see is triggering it, then you're like back in it. and so wow, that's really big, and that's really painful to be in that cycle and right, that defensiveness kind of, and it's just perpetuating it, right so. Maybe you feel like you're never going to get out of it. So, and in the beginning, you shared, Nikki, that, you know, this is going to be your last thing. Otherwise, you're, otherwise, like, I'm giving up on dating. I'm giving up on men. And I'm so glad you did this and you said yes to yourself. And so, and obviously, this is a journey, right? Like, if for 10 years you've been in that cycle, and, you know, I know that perhaps you know, it's, it's not, it's never perfect, but yeah. So, so what has changed? Have you been able to break that cycle of like, Oh my God, I'm off the apps. This is traumatizing. Like I'm done with this. Like I still have things that are traumatizing, which is kind of, I, I, I'm
3: feeling judgment around that. and I'm trying to not feel judgment around that, but I didn't realize how in my head I was. And I have many 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 years of just not being in my heart and just being completely disassociated so even just like coming into like feeling things now i can feel it and even when my body starts doing its um fight or flight like i mean i was i messaged in the group the other day i felt like i was back to square one cuz you know, I had messaged with the guy and he kind of gave me a really cold, like, sorry, that's too much work for me. And I, my whole body started shaking. I went into a pan not a panic attack, but I went into the feeling of my entire inner body vibrating in anger. And in I don't know, I guess it was anger, but it was like, whoa, this guy, I don't even know this guy. I barely like this guy. This guy's not uh-huh. going to be the one that's going to send me off the dating app. So now I've kind of regulated to where I'm not perfect yet. I have a long way to go. But compared to what I was before the program, where I would have let one guy being a jerk ruin my me finding the chance to meet a wonderful masculine man. I think about all the years I wasted because one jerk or two jerks, or whoever they were, you know, were they, you know, they were validly jerks. You know, one guy was like, I met him one time for coffee and he said he wanted to find me after that coffee and stalk me. So I got really angry and I got really scared and I got really triggered. But I really should have just been like, wow, you know, okay, I didn't realize I had that big of an effect on you. That doesn't work for me. Have a good time. You know, we're not a good match. But I got angry and I, you know, I allowed him to, you know, make me feel fear, make me feel like he was going to stalk me and then think, oh, I can't, what am I doing? Why am I putting myself out there like that to these creeps? And I told the story that there weren't good guys. And so that's definitely changed. And even, when I did start dating again, just leaning back is a new one for me as well. I went after the guys I thought were cute and sexy. And usually those were the bad boys that were hard to get. So I loved the guys that I had to work really hard to get. And when I got them, I felt like I was the winner. And what I got was a guy that was in his feminine and wanted me to take care of him. So, you know, I didn't really get the prize that I thought I got, but I'm trying to change that in my body. I'm trying to change to be attracted to caring, nice men that plan dates for me. And so I've kind of gone through this cycle of attracting really wonderful men that I had zero attraction to and trying to make it work. But man, when I first put it out there that I wanted these nice guys and kind of followed the rules of the program, the men that were coming were planning dates, were picking me up, were doing all the things that I've always wanted and thought a guy should do for me. And these guys didn't even know me and were doing things for me that boyfriends I had dated for years didn't do for me.
0: Like what? What are the examples?
3: Taking me on a date, taking me to a nice dinner, picking me up and driving me and not making me drive my car with them in the passenger side and split the bill. So they were, these guys were picking me up and opening a door for me and putting me in a a nice car and driving me to a nice dinner where I didn't have to pay anything. And then you know, even the first couple of guys would do this and I wasn't kissing them. I wasn't giving them anything in return. It was not transactional. Like I was used to, I used to think that if somebody was going to do that for me, I had to return the favor either with sexual favors or my attention or to do something for them or buy them something or, you know, I couldn't just let them give to me. So that's changed.
0: Oh, Nikki, feeling for you a lot and sending you so much love and and also empathy, because I know that, you know, Christina, Christina Lane is one of the other stars among all of the stars, uh, which you are the stars in the program. You know, I remember when she said, you know, this is hard. Dating is hard. And especially especially if you've gone through a cycle for many many years like that nikki because every woman is different and every body is different and every story is so different and sometimes you know right now we might be you might be dealing with something that obviously you're trying to kind of you know i i imagine this this ball of yarn and there's so many like Knots that we, and threads that we we need to pull in layers, and so this is deep work. And I really wanted to just tell you that you know we see you, and I'm so proud of you for making that progress. Progress, and the most important thing now is that awareness. The first step is the awareness of like, why am I making this jerk or this one story of a guy that I just met who said something, making a big deal up, making a story around it, being in my head about it and letting him ruin my day, like for days, you know, and I, and I talk about it with all of my girlfriends and I post it everywhere and I just need to maul over it because it, <laughs> and it's like the story and you're just in your head and it's a cycle. So the first step is just to be aware of, that's why, you know, I think, you know, the, the coaches here and the women who really get it, they're like, We develop a sense of detachment from the story by developing this capacity to feel what's inside, taking radical responsibility for our own feelings and like, this is my stuff and whatever you're doing there, that's not a reflection of who I am and what I feel and you don't have ownership over me. This is is what actually like, you know, developing that emotional intelligence when it comes to All people, but especially men, because this is triggering because, you know, the the men, men are our mirrors and men are our teachers, every single one of them, even the jerk who wants to stalk you, you know. Yeah, I I really wanted to congratulate you and I know that you know you're still on your way but just the fact that you're here Nikki and sharing your story this also gives a lot of the women permission out there because you know women think that oh my god when is that going to be enlightening moment where I'm just all men are just going to be so amazing and it's easy and it's fun and and like I'm sure Jeannie and Shanna have had their shares of (laughs) you know of really bad interactions but the thing is that we don't want to focus on that. We want to look for evidence where men are great. And 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 you have that if you're like he took me to a nice restaurant and paid for it and drove me there and I didn't even have to do anything. Wow. You know, that wow factor. That becomes your reality the more you practice that because that's what you expect. Well, because first you are the prize and because you value yourself and that's what you expect and then as you see more and more of that you're like Again, shifting from that scarcity into the abundance mindset about men. So amazing. I'm so proud of you, Nikki, and thanks for showing up and continuing to do the work because, again, this is just layers and layers and layers, so... All right, ladies, you're welcome. So, thank you. Um, okay, so let's do a quick fire up. I'm going to unmute all of you, Shanna, Jeannie, and Nikki, and let's talk about for those. I'm hoping by now that the women listening or watching, they understand that this is, you know, the, the dating stuff. This is not about the tips and the gimmicks and what to say and stuff like that. The first, thing, it's all about depth first, structure second. It's all about learning and repatterning and really shifting that belief system that you have about men about yourself and about relationships going deep and saying well you know why am i being defensive why why do i feel like i'm not worthy of great men i have that why can't i trust men and why do why do i react this way every single time that there's a man that I'm not comfortable with what he's doing or saying. I take it so personally and make a story around it. So the first step is shifting all of that. And then when you get there, essentially what happens a lot of the times is that naturally you just meet great men. You don't even need to do anything. You're just observing, leaning back and letting them come to you. But then again, we live in online dating world, post COVID and everything. And if you want to maximize your chances of putting yourself out there And just saying, I'm available and I'm ready and I'm ready for you guys to come and get me so I can lean back and relax. So let's talk about, you know, some of the, so maybe think about some of the top tips you would give a woman who is struggling with dating today, especially maybe online dating. Think of the things that you have done that you would have liked to hear, you know, when you were like putting your profile up or responding to men or communicating the fact that, oh, well, you should pick up the check, you know, those kind of sticky situations. So yeah, let's begin. And this is an open table. So you ladies let me know who wants to go first. Shanna looks like she she has something. (laughs) Yes,
1: please. So assuming that you're doing the groundwork of excavating your limiting beliefs and coming to understand yourself and feel solid and in truly knowing your your wants and needs, and you're approaching dating from that foundation, right? I would tell people, dating apps are a tool. They are one single tool that you can pull out of your tool chest to put yourself out in the world of dating. And you can never get by in life with using just one tool. You need to be open when you're going to the grocery store. You need to be presenting yourself in such a way that that you're willing to interact with anyone you might meet on the street or where you're at the gym or or in your friendships at work maybe get involved with some community events but you just like dating and we need to have a funnel so that we're not our world isn't hinged upon one man your dating life can't be hinged upon one dating tool and so i would say you need to have a funnel of dating avenues as well would be my first tip.
0: And how do you go about that, Shannon? Like, do you sit down and think about, you know, what are the interests? Like, what would your advice be there? Yeah. So
1: in doing the work where you're starting to learn to love yourself and you're coming to understand your wild woman, you should be exploring new hobbies and interests. Like Jeannie said, the people she's most drawn to are the ones she's met when she's living the life she wants to live. So I think in living the life that you want to live, you're going to attract other people who have that similar vibration so you could just be working out or trying a new hobby learning to sail and and meet someone who it might be like huh this could work out so I think sometimes it's not about making sure your every effort is focused on finding someone you, you got to have a full life and be open to where and how it finds you yeah beautiful love it i I'll I'll throw one other tip out here that I just learned recently. My boyfriend has said to me, I don't believe you when you say people have been coming on to you, don't come on to you. And I said, oh yeah, no one would ever approach me. No one would ever come on to me. And then we, we got to talking more once and I said, oh yeah, people tell me my hair looks cute all the time. People tell me they love my makeup all the time. People tell me they love my outfit all the time. He said, yeah, they're coming on to you. <laughs> so... You, I said, well, shit, I've been come on to my (laughs) wife. Didn't know it, didn't know it. But um, so it could. I have been told that if a man compliments you, there's a reason. And so it could be you might just think, yes, this is a fantastic outfit, but really they are expressing their interest in you.
0: Yeah, well, this is actually something really interesting when, you know, I'm currently studying the the pickup industry and, and all of that stuff, which there's a lot of wrong things about that. But one of the things that, you know, men are being taught is, I mean, men are not even being taught, but when you understand the male's reality... Of, because, you know, they're the hunters. I mean, this whole polarity thing, it's in our genes, as you said in the beginning, Shan. It's like they're constantly scanning, like single men, right? They're constant. I mean, even the married men, they're not scanning, but they notice. Obviously, they notice women, just like I notice hot men. I'm like, ooh, you're hot. And then I move forward, <laughs> you know? But the single men... They're constantly searching. It's like a constant scanning radar of women to approach, you know. They're in constant approach state and the mindset. And so when they enter a bar, when it's a grocery store, it's like their minds, are, even if she's behind, she's, he's already feeling he can't help himself but like turn around because, you know, it's the vibe, the energy, maybe the smell, maybe the hair, like <laughs> his radar just you know, he sees Shanna. He doesn't know what the hell's going on here, but it's like he can't help himself but being drawn to it. And then his mind is like, okay, mission approach. What do I say? What do I do? So then as soon as he identified you as the female to approach that he wants to, because you look hot or you look good or whatever, the vibe, the energy, the smell. Then he starts thinking immediately, and this is even unconscious, like, how do I approach? What do I see about her? And actually, I'm going to share something that's really, I. when I read about this, I was like, wow. So in the whole pickup industry, which for, for some of you who might not know, there's a whole industry out there that teaches men how to pick up women, like literally pick up for the purpose of dating them and a lot of the times for just sleeping with them. But anyways, I'm, I'm as I said before, there's a lot of problems in this approach, but you know, the pickup thing, there's a rule that they all learn that there's a three-second rule. As soon as you see a woman that you want to approach, you have three seconds to do it. Because if you don't, then all of your fears of rejections could kick in and then you stop yourself, you freeze, and then you leave. And that's what happens. so that's why men are like – Three seconds. So identify there's an object that I want to approach. Three seconds. What is it? Hair, makeup. Maybe she's looking at a lemon and doesn't know what to do with it. And then he comes in and says, hey, how much are these lemons? So when a man asks you about anything, just assume that he's approaching you and he's interested. That's it, period. He might be no. He might be like a random guy and his wife is like around the corner wanting lemons, but don't assume that because you'll know. But just assume that he's approaching you and he's interested. (laughs) Yeah, I thought this was so fun. Yeah, cool. Okay, Shanna, thank you. Nikki, Jeannie, do you have anything, any tips or something that's worked for you? Yeah, I have a couple tips
2: that come to mind. One of them is, you know, I, I really only say in my profile that I like men who take the lead. I don't say anything else about what I'm looking for. And that's pretty intentional because I don't want them to try to be what I'm looking for. And I feel like when we kind of get interested in someone, sometimes we can do that if we've sort of read what they're looking for. So I want to see how they show up. And all I say is I like men who take the lead. I really like, I've seen people sort of women, especially sort of complain about like, Oh, like a first date being like coffee or drinks or something like that. But I actually really like a low investment first date. And I think First of all, because I don't want to be stuck for a whole dinner with someone if I meet them and I'm like, wow, I'm really not feeling you like right off the bat. But second of all, because when I think about what I'm looking for in a partner, I want somebody who values his time and his money. And if he's throwing like expensive dinners at like every woman he's meeting, like I just don't that to me, that doesn't feel right. So like, I think that is a really good sign when the first date is low investment. In fact, when I first started dating, my my best first date yet was with a guy who suggested like a walk in the park and he bought me an ice cream. Like, and it was lovely. Like it was a beautiful day. There were like beautiful flowers on the trees. We're walking, we're talking. I'm wearing a beautiful sundress. Like I have this ice cream cone. Like he was the sweetest guy. We had an awesome time and it was super low investment, you know? So I would say don't let that be a turnoff or feel like he's not putting enough into it. Like it's fine. It's good. It's a good sign. I think the other thing I would say is like, just keep it playful. Just keep it fun. Like you'll have so much more fun. I've discovered, I have so much more fun dating when I just keep it super playful where I feel like I'm in charge of keeping it light and fun and playful. Like, I like that job as a feminine essence woman, you know? I like thinking, like, how can I respond in a way that's going to, like, make him laugh? Or, like, how can I respond in a way that will tease him a little bit? Or how can I respond in a very feminine, you know, soft way or or whatever? But Because men, they're not as big of communicators as women are. And I just feel like when we sort of take that role on, it becomes really fun for everybody. So I try not, not to get into any serious discussions, like, you know, in the first couple dates, I just keep the goal, like to keep it very fun. And in that way, it's become so much more fun for me. And I feel like the guys are clearly having way more fun with me than my old style. So that's good.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm
2: no talking about what you're looking for, like no asking what he's looking for. Like, just don't go there. Just like, let him bring that stuff up when he's ready. And just, you know, your goal is to have fun. That's it.
1: Yeah. Their actions will show you what they're looking for.
2: That's right.
1: So you don't have to like, Get it lined out and and make sure they'll show you. And you, that's the beauty of getting to choose. That's
3: right.
2: It's not not about their
3: words. Keeping it light is definitely, like in my profile, I get the most compliments with saying, hey, your energy seems really fun. And, you know, you seem like a really like awesome girl. You seem like you're, you know, so I definitely try to come across very positive. I mean, I'm a positive person anyway, but I express that in my profile and I try to keep it simple and then I also noticed that the picture of me just laughing with a glass of Prosecco and a dress was the one that everybody like liked the most. Like in some of the apps, you can tell which one the guys like the most. So that's now my profile picture on all my apps because I'm like, okay, clearly the guys love this picture of me laughing in this dress. And I get so many compliments on that. And so I thought that was, you know, where normally I might not put a picture of me in a dress up front, but they do. They like that feminine.
0: So can I ask all of you, because we're talking about profiles, can I, cause I, cause I know Nikki and G- Jeannie, you're like actively dating um, and then Shannon can share. So about the profiles, can you, can you ladies just read me your profiles? Like, what does it actually say on your profile? Cause I know Jeannie, you said, I like men who take the lead. Okay. Great tip. What else is on your profile?
2: I don't know if I still have it on my profile, but I used to say, I used to make a joke of it. I used to say, I appreciate men who take the lead. If I didn't, I would have stayed on Bumble. It's <laughs> is, is kind of like what I made. I made a joke of it. And I got a lot of guys like commenting like that. They thought that was funny. You know what I mean? Like that,
4: yeah. you know,
2: the feminine guys are more on Bumble because they want the women to approach them. And I was just like, so that was kind of fun.
3: I have a um, where there's a thing that's like, I'm hoping you dot, dot, dot. That's where I kind of put my thing in. And I, one of the other claimed girls, she says, I'm a little too wordy. So I'm trying to work on not being too wordy, but I, I definitely explain sometimes. So I'm working on that too. But mine says, I'm hoping you take initiative, have the softest touch, but the firmest hug, some deep thoughts peppered with goofy humor, and an empathetic heart with a warrior spirit.
0: Nice. That's like masculine, but also vulnerable, masculine. Yeah. I like that.
2: So mine is pretty short. So it just says, I value personal growth and creating a life I don't need a vacation from, but I still really love vacations. I dance salsa, bachata, and merengue, and I have the hips to prove it. (laughs) And I love men who take the lead.
4: Yeah.
1: Wow, beautiful. Mm -hmm. I stole something. I, I would screenshot mine and save them because I got so good at it that people would ask me. And so I do have one save from my Hinge, and I think I stole this from Angel in Hawaii from Hinge. It says, first round is on me if," and I wrote, "Never, darling, never."
3: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, great. One other thing that I I know that kind of has some back and forth in the the group about this, but for me, what makes me feel safe when I'm first meeting somebody, I kind of have like. My rules, which I try not to be, I, I'm flexible on my rules, but in general, when somebody is texting me, I, I'm i like everybody else. I don't want to pin pal. I don't want people to a text relationship. I want to meet somebody fairly soon, but schedules are being what they are. And many men being very busy and me being busy. I try to get them to do a video. Hello, because all the apps have a video. Hello. And I find for me, that makes me more comfortable because I don't want to give my phone number out. I use my phone to text Clients all day. And so the last thing I want is five guys texting me good morning in the middle of me texting clients. And they do. They will send pictures at six in the morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How's your morning? How's your morning? How's your morning? So I like keep it all on the app. That way when I'm feeling flirty and when I'm feeling like I want to talk to somebody, I pick up the app and I answer my messages. I don't get irritated at them texting me at inopportune times because I keep it separate. When I finally do do a little video chat with them, you know, and we meet in person, then of course, I give them my phone number and it becomes a little bit more personal. But, you know, I find some guys don't want to do the video chat and that's okay. If they are opposed to that, I'm kind of curious and I I try not to judge them for it. But I've had guys try to catfish me. So... I'm not looking to get catfished. I want to see what somebody looks like before I meet them. I want to know if they can carry a conversation, if there's a little spark of chemistry before I give them, you know, 30 minutes to an hour of my time.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. What else? And I think there's nothing wrong with asking for that. I think somebody posted in the group this week about someone saying it was too much effort to have a video chat.
3: That was me. That was you. Okay. Yeah. he, He shut me down. He said, you're too much, too much work. And I was like, It's in my profile. I have it in my profile. The best way to go on a date with me is to hop on a video chat and see if we have chemistry. It's right there in my profile.
1: Exactly. I think the program is you start to not take things so personally. Like, It's not such a personal assault or injury. You go like, well, you're not showing up how I want. So goodbye. Next. There's plenty more.
2: Yeah. And then you think about all the guys like you haven't been interested in for whatever reason, you know what I mean? For whatever reason. And then you just realize they're just doing the same thing. It's okay. It's not personal. They're just not your guy. Yeah. It feels so much lighter.
0: Yeah. I have one more question about the dating and then we'll finish. But I love how like when we started talking about the profiles and the dating and the tips, how... This is so light and all of you were smiling and we were laughing about, you know, a genie and Nikki and like, this is what it's all about, you know, and I'm all about, you know, this program and this process is all about helping you go from that frustrated, burnt out. Oh my God, dating is so much work and I can't do it, giving up, I can't, dragging yourself on a date, yet having all of these, you know, defensiveness. like, don't. You know, it's better to just not even be there than to drag yourself like it's a chore, like I have to do it. So you're going to go through a process where it becomes light and fun and and there's a proven way to do this. And so for everybody listening, if you're interested, I'm just going to do a plug in here. You should go and apply for your free discovery call, which is a short interview that Nikki, Jeannie and Shanna, you've all been through this, you know, you've all been in the program. We have an amazing community and we're... Just, I'm just so excited to get as many women as possible, obviously, to go through this because a, a different dating reality is there for all women who are ready and willing to to do the work. I mean, everybody wants just easy and fun, but there is some excavation to be done here. And, and, a you know, and with a sense of curiosity and openness, because this is all about exploring you and how can you become the price and how can you value yourself? And then from that place, dating becomes a lot more fun. So, so that's claim.com slash apply. There's a Calendar there you can book your quick call to see whether this is a fit and we can talk to you about where you're at and and provide a solution for you. And my last question to all of you ladies, which is popping up, you know, a lot, and this is one of the top questions from women, is like, who picks the check? Well, we all know who picks the check, <laughs> but I'm curious, how have you navigated this like sensitive subject of who pays for, for dates?
3: I haven't had it pop up that often, but if The opportunity where I know the guy has paid for quite a bit. I mean, every now and then I might do a little treat back just to make him feel like I'm not taking advantage of him, but I've really, I've been fairly lucky. I've not had a lot of guys like take me out on a date and then look at me to split the check and I haven't volunteered or felt the need to offer.
2: Mm -hmm. Awesome. Same. I've had this, I've had the same experience. I'm always immediately thankful like I always say, oh, you know, as soon as he reaches for the check, I just say, oh, thank you so much. You know, I really appreciate it. But yeah, I've, I've never had anybody ask to split it or sit there and look at it <laughs> like, you know, so I've been, yeah, same.
1: Yeah, I similarly, I mean, before part of my masculine behavior in dating was to always offer to pay or to split or just to wait and see and then swoop in. That's my being so available, right? Now, when that gets put down, my, my eyes are always just straight across, or they were, right? I'm in a relationship now, but um, I don't act like I even am aware that it's there. I'm just smiling and having a good time. And then as soon as he takes care of things, I'm there with a smile and appreciation and gratitude. And if I were in a situation where a man were to say to me, do you, do you want to split this? I would say, oh, so you'd like to be just friends.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, this is the best. I'm going to put it down. I'm going to go on a date just for that. (laughs) Just to like, (laughs) just to like test that. Oh, so you'd like to be just friends. Wow. And what would he say to that? So the scenario would be like, he's like, oh, well, no, no, no. I'm just seeing if you want to split the check.
1: Right. Well, I think it, it invites him to show how he's going to show up, right? And it was very glib the way I delivered it. I'm sure in the moment I might be like, Oh, so you'd like to be just friends? You know, maybe I'd pose it as a question and not so just bleh at them or just be like, Oh, sure. I always split with my friends. Is that what you want to be? And
0: just let him see. I'm, I've just, I've progressed. <laughs> yeah. <on. laughs> I can see. Yeah. Wow. That's so powerful. All right, well, we're going to finish off here on that note. So thank you so much, Shanna, Jeannie, and Nikki, for being here, for your energy, and for your tips. And let's just finish off going real quick, one minute each, for all the women who are listening. And imagine these are women you know, who are there where you have been before you've been through that process, women who are struggling with dating, like dating is a chore, and, you know, they're just so frustrated and maybe going through that cycle and they don't know what they're doing wrong, what's wrong with them. What would you tell them about dating or about anything that we've talked today?
1: I would say that dating does not have to be a chore. Dating should be your pleasure. And it takes some work some internal work to get it to be in that place. But if you work the program, you can move from a place of seeking and chasing to choosing. And that's really where it should be.
0: Hmm. Beautiful.
2: I love that. And I would say that it's not just about dating, right? Dating can get so much better. My dating life got so much better when I was in the program and growing through the program. But, you know, I noticed differences in the way I interact with now, all the men in my life, I am so much more in receiving mode from all the men in my life. So even I had a contractor here the other day, he lives in my neighborhood, we're, we're friendly, and he was doing some work at my house. And he fixed a couple extra things, you know, and didn't charge me for them. He just wanted to help me, you know, he knows I'm living in this house by myself. And I think he just wanted to be helpful. And I noticed that all the time now is like men want to give to me. And it feels so good. It just feels so good. And I just think it's because of the, the work. You know, it's not just about dating. It's about all the men, my brothers, my dad, my, you know, male friends, like all of them
3: treat me differently now. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah,
0: beautiful. Nikki, what's what's your message?
3: My message would just be that, yes, dating does not have to be traumatic or hard. It's supposed to be fun. And for me, a lot of it has come from working on myself that I have found the shift in dating. But the biggest change would be this support group of women. I mean, and hearing other women's examples of how they might respond to something or how they might say something or seeing another woman struggle with the exact same thing that I struggled with makes me kind of a lot more open to growing and changing and seeing that like, okay, I'm not alone. I'm not the only one like me that has this problem. And these women are doing the work and I see them shifting and I'm reading their posts. So I think, you know, for me, it's this ability to have a group where nobody's telling me I have to move in a certain quickness or pace. I like the fact that I can move as slow as I need to, I can date, I can pull back from dating and work on myself again and then jump back into dating. There's no rules about where you've got to be to participate and to join in the conversation. And for me, that was a game changer.
0: So beautiful. So again, ladies, claimed.com slash apply is where you apply for your own discovery call to see if claimed is going to be a good fit so you can change your and shift your dating reality so you can be like nikki genie and shannon you don't have to struggle and suffer all right ladies thank you so much for your presence i'm sure we'll see you on the inside and all of you have a beautiful night i think for all of you tonight maybe day yeah all right thank you All right, beautiful woman. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And please, please leave a review. This is super helpful for me for the podcast. And this is a time to give back, to leave a review, share this episode with your girlfriend who really wants to hear it. You can also find me on Medium and YouTube at Anna Rova, where I share pretty much very similar content and where we change the world one embodied woman at a time. All right. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for being here with me today.